0: Hello there. I'm Tim Geddes. I'm here with Colin Moriarty. Good to see and you. And Greg Miller.
1: I'm ha- I'm a hacker. You remember? Oh the, yeah. Just keep, remember, keep hacking, Greg. Remember Swordfish? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's it's a lot like Swordfish mm-hmm. with that scene where Hugh Jackman gets the laptop. They put the gun to his head, and then he's got a beautiful baby in his lap. Cause I shifted. Ah. <laughs> now we're fixing the kind of funny games cast.
0: Yeah. Those problems with episode one.
1: It's only on Patreon. It's only on Patreon. Something, yeah, yeah. something yeah, was wrong with this, that. You're... So we're just making it because we love you and we mm-hmm. thank all the people who support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. We are jumping in and just making the video version mm-hmm. early, good for $5. It's going to be. Good.
0: doesn't matter, Greg, because now we are on episode two of the show.
1: All that crap's behind us. Oh, yeah.
0: A lot of, a lot of cool things are going to happen this week. I'm really happy that I have you guys here. I Aww. feel like this is a cool thing because I got the coolest dudes in gaming. That's, that's what I'm going to call you guys. Thank you. It's me and my cool
2: dudes. No one's ever called us that, Greg. Never. I think. I think. I. Uh, or the coolest.
0: Yeah. So, let's start right away. We don't, gotcha. even need to, we don't even need to give them the whole rigmarole. They know this. Uh, the one piece of rigmarole I will give you is that, for all the people asking, yes, the show will be on iTunes. Starting as of now. As it's already on now. As of now, yeah. It will be there on iTunes and SoundCloud and all those places. YouTube, obviously. Broken up topic by topic. Full episode Friday. If you want to get it super early, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Bandcamp. kindoffunny.bandcamp.com. Or if you want the Vimeo. Vimeo.com slash kind of funny. Let's get straight into topic number one. Okay. PlayStation Now. Mm, mm. So, guys, I've been super excited about this. Why? I love old games. I love (laughs) old games a lot. I love me, my Crash Bandicootie, as you guys all know. Mm -hmm. You love that Crash Bandicootie. I was really upset that there's no PS Classics on PS4. This Mm. is very, very upsetting. People Mm. are like, oh, PlayStation Now. It's going to come, guys. And I was like, okay, that's a weird accent. That is a weird and um, Where is he from? I've been waiting for that. And we've been hearing about this stuff. And now we finally get some ideas of details.
2: Mm. What do you guys think? Um, I think the biggest detail that was interesting was that they did confirm that PS1 and PS2 Classics will come to PS Now eventually. Uh... So when that happens, I don't know. I, but I think the subscription model shows that they're listening because this is what people wanted out of PlayStation. Now they didn't want the kind of more a la carte. Uh, at least a lot of people didn't want the more a la carte kind of approach to it, where you mm-hmm. rent games. I mean, I, I did a piece on IGN some time ago where I was comparing the rental prices and how ridiculous they were in terms of you can rent a game for a few hours, you can rent the game for a day, seven days. It's like you know, just give people a subscription and give them like what they you know as much yeah. as they want. Um, seems like they have some pretty good publishers on board, Namco, Bandai, and Sega, and obviously their first party stuff, so, and others. Um, so, I think it's a nice start, but I don't think it's quite the revolution that, you know, we might have thought it was when, when now When it first announced. got
1: announced? When it first got yeah. announced, yeah, it sounded, it, it was a weird thing when they did it. We thought it was their answer to backwards compatibility, and that right from the get-go you'd be doing all this thing, and they're like, well, I'm ready for PlayStation 4. And then they had the beta, and, like, prices are way too high, and it's yeah. putting out a bunch of super weird games. Super limited, too, yeah. Super limited, weird games, high prices, and I feel like now it's... All the thunder's gone on yeah, PlayStation I agree. now, right? Yeah. When when they announced they bought Gaikai, it was super exciting and crazy, and what are they going to do with it? And now it's just, like... Now it's just a feature. Who cares? Yeah, Which yeah, yeah, is kind of yeah.
0: weird, because it's it seemed like a, like, revolution. Yeah. And I, I hope that it eventually turns into that, because, like, the idea of being able to play... Like, they made it sound like every game in PlayStation's history. You'll be able to play... Right. From your TV, if you have a DualShock Three, and it's just like, that sounds amazing. What you're giving us to us right now is like, mm, sounds cool.
1: Yeah, that sounds and it's still fun. not even done, right? Like it isn't Xperia tablets and all this other stuff yet. They're still like getting there and getting there and getting there. And yeah. the, the only times I've ever used it, right, it's underwhelming. I haven't ever played it and been like, yep, this is nailing the experience. There's no latency or even minimal latency, right? Like playing, they, one of their beta things was Mutant Blobs Attack, right? Mm-hmm. A great, great game, and you play it, and it's just like, Ugh. ooh. Ugh, no, yeah. you know what I mean? Let alone trying to play Last of Us or something. Yes, where there's, so, you know, um,
0: I mean? CES is happening right now, and yeah. I was reading a bunch of impressions today, actually, and people are saying that it's it's almost there. But that's yeah. not good for this. I don't need almost there. They're saying that the, the graphics just look slightly off. And that's not good. You know, I don't no, want that's, that. Yeah, I, I any, want, a, like, your... it needs to be, especially if I own these games already. Like, yeah. there can't be a worse version of what I already have played before. Sure. You
2: know? Yeah, I think the, the, the major problem is that you're never going to be able to, with something just inherently technologically... Nothing can travel faster than the speed of light, right? So, like, it's like, this is literally a problem. Like, like if if, if the servers <laughs> this are... This is the problem. This right? is the problem. If the servers are in a certain place, yeah. and you need to ping a server, and then the data needs to be sent back to you from wherever the game's being served, wherever the processing is actually happening, because your, your PS4, or your Vita, or whatever is just the mirror of what's happening on right. at a, at right. a remote server. The fact is that the latency cannot be removed completely. Like, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, like... The, what 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 I think would be really interesting, and I'm not, I'm not ta- I've talked to people about this from beyond you know beyond before. Some people you know engineers out there and stuff understand this better. But what seems to be the solution to this problem? Like choo choo engineers? Yeah, like mm-hmm. engineers. You know they're 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 hanging out with their little hat and they're, they're, all, beyond they're like, and like, e-mailing like so wait a second. Yeah.
1: I don't think you understand latency or the speed of light, Colin. <laughs> is, uh,
2: is is that? It seems like that the solution has to be eventually that the processing power the processing needs to be done kind of on the unit that you're playing on as well, so that. The game can be streamed ahead of time to your to your unit. So, say you're like streaming Bioshock, it would stream the area around you, or some some sort of like I'm you know again I'm you know some people engineers are out there probably tearing their hair out. But, like, some sort of algorithm or whatever where it tells you, like, the surrounding areas are loaded and you're basically playing the game on your unit and data's constantly being shuffled in so that there is no latency. The idea um, would be,
1: like, yeah, if you're playing a single-player game, bringing down, in the same way, like, playing off-the-disc while it of installs. Right. It's
2: always a little bit yeah. ahead of you, right? Getting you out Exactly. There. I think that that's the solution because I think the latency problem is an issue. I mean, because this could be revolutionary. I mean, Sony's finally starting to understand that they have to kind of creep out of their ecosystem. They, you know, this will obviously be on, phone, like, you know, Xperia and Sony phones and yeah, stuff like that yeah. in addition to Vita and PS4. Yeah. But they're going to go to non-Sony devices, and that's the really interesting thing, too. And one of the things they confirmed was the Cloud, obviously, and, and rightfully so, I think, and logically, is going to save your save, and you can cross-save yeah. like you do between PS4 and Vita, but between any of these units. And yeah. I think that that's really exciting. It's just, it has to work. And I think that they lost a lot of their thunder by this taking so long. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's nice that they did take this long to make sure that the, the, you know, the kinks are ironed out and stuff like that. But Gaikai has not been this revolutionary thing. Uh, that I think we all thought it was gonna be. I think people were really, you know, the same thing with Morpheus, although we haven't seen how Morpheus is evolved there, where Sony's kind of reaching out and being like, what are these futuristic kind of texts that we can we can invest in?
1: My question for you is this, Colin. Do you think that the fact that PlayStation Out isn't a bigger deal is the fact that Sony is just dealing with the current landscape, right? It seemed like a big deal when they announced it. It was a cool thing to have in your February presentation, but much like the move in the light, right, they've backed away from it. If you remember a couple E3s ago, uh, we talked about you know the dips right and, the, and the, one of the very very long stretches before Last of Us they came out and talked about PlayStation Mobile and they were like this is what we're doing we're getting our games on these devices and I said definitively I'm like that was the most important announcement of that conference because it showed Sony future proofing saying we're going to be on everything we're going to do this and they closed down Sony Mobile in the last you know, <laughs> yeah. PlayStation Mobile it's almost like. They they did this, and then the PlayStation Four sells gangbusters. Everyone says they want consoles. The consoles aren't going anywhere. And It's like, oh, we're good. Well, pull we're, it back. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, because it feels like, much like bundling the camera. With the PlayStation 4, would have then benefited having the light bar, having PlayStation Now and Gaikai ready to go when you launched the system and had no real, you know, not no games, but not as many. You know what I mean? That would have been the time to get hooks in everybody, yeah. have them go. And It was kind
0: of like the Wii when it first launched, like just having when it launched with actual virtual console games. Like sure. I feel like a lot of people sure. were more I bought, into that. Than, I bought so much stuff. It's I like never You play played. Wii Sports for like yeah. ten minutes yeah. and then you're like, oh, cool, Mario 1 again.
1: Right, <laughs> Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
2: think I think they have just big problems to overcome that are practical problems, that are understandable problems, the technological limitations of. Streaming and cloud services, the uh, the the legalities and litigiousness of getting publishers on board. I mean, some of the games that people have to understand that, like, yeah, it would be nice to get Crash Bandicoot. And Crash Bandicoot's available, but Sony didn't publish Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like uh, f- technically a defunct publisher released yeah. released Crash Bandicoot. So let it go, Tim. And Activision, like and Activision I guess, now owns those old, you know, those those yeah. Universal games, or whatever. But. But there's just a lot, these are the same issues they ran into with PlayStation All-Stars, where it's mm-hmm. like, well, we aren't square, we can't force them to let us have cloud in PlayStation All-Stars, I don't know what you want to do, and it's the yeah, same yeah. thing, when they when I saw the list of publishers that they were talking about, it seemed to me to be a, a fine list of publishers, Namco, Bandai, <laughs> or Bandai Namco now, and, and Sega, so and some others, but not, they didn't have, like, Big uh, Activision wasn't on there, or, yeah. or, or Ubisoft or anything like that, because everyone's kind of, I think, planning on going in their own direction anyway. Yeah. EA's already shown that they're going to do that, so... Um, with their own EA, you know, paid, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a la carte service. So um, PS Now is exciting. Uh, I think they lost their window. I think the interconnectivity is probably the, the most exciting thing about it, but there's technical limitations.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so um, our good friend, Marty Sleva, was oh, we saying know him. that, yeah, he. The he best would, year in the business. At CES, he played Bioshock Infinite on the, P, the streaming on the PS4 uh-huh. and on a TV. And he said that there was a difference between the two. Really? Yeah. And um, he said it's almost there. It's pretty much it. And um, he's like, it's crazy though that you can play with the PS4 controller and that you can use the touch screen—not touch screen, whatever—touchpad, touchpad as start and select the right and left sides. Oh, nice! Which to me, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Such a little thing, but it's like. I don't like the option and share buttons. It's stuff, one of those. So.
1: If they can get the tech there, it is super cool. You've seen those images of the DualShock Four with the Xperia phone mounted to it. Oh yeah, and it's like, well, that's all well, that's, yeah, that's really that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Go to the DMV and bring that and just stream whatever. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah totally. I love the DMV. Now, who? Do- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah. 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 But that would just seem like yeah, when you can get it there and it's a no brainer and it's awesome, great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. It's one. It's getting to be that story. We've just all right. We've we've heard enough about this. Just you know, okay. Is it great yet? No. Then I don't want to hear about yeah. it. I don't want to. You should just call it PlayStation later. Let's be real. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, the
1: subscription's a cool thing. The yeah. Subscription. I don't know how to pronounce that. It
0: like that. That's really exciting to me though, like because I didn't expect them to go that Netflix route. Like I wanted them to. I'm like, yeah. oh, that'd be awesome if you can just pay a certain amount of money per month and be able to play whatever you want. Yeah. That sounds too good to be true, especially when they talked about all these renting right. and like all this stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, you're going that direction. That's more iTunes. Yeah. Which is. Cool for some people, not for me. Uh, but the Netflix thing is like, oh, that's really awesome. But then, yeah, licensing—when you take that into consideration, it kind of changes everything. Like when you look at the it changes everything. When you look at the virtual console on Nintendo, it's one of those things where it's like, you need to wait years for the games that you want to come out for the system, and then sometimes they just won't. Like how long did it take Earthbound to come out? It's like seriously, guys. And that was just weird. I gotta play Earthbound. Like all that type of stuff is just so so weird to me. And like, and then the Wii U—that's a whole other story. But it's like there's certain Mario games that just still aren't on it. And they're like, "Why, like I know you have the license for that. To
1: Pepper them out to keep you right? ready, keep you but it's ready. like you're you're always hunting for those breadcrumbs. crumbs, you're a duck,
0: but if they if they gave me little ducky crumbs like every week, I'd be okay with that, but it's just like." When the hell's Mario Kart 64 coming? Out?
1: I rem- I remember that when the week or when I originally bought my Wii, that was a big deal for me. It Was going to IG and checking what was coming to the Virtual Console? Yeah. would do the updates. Cast and and Bozon would do those updates, and I was like, yeah, what is coming
2: this week? Oh my God, it's going to be this. Is They'd always that? have something new to, it and then just, yeah. Stopped. Yeah. But the thing, yeah, just stopped. but that's it it thing, yeah, just stopped. even then though. Like while things, it had to stop. It had to because eventually they reached the the, the critical limit of, or the you know, the limit of what they were going to get out of the publishers and themselves out of the library. You know, eventually, like I'm sure that they had all of these easy gets their Own games and the publishers, they but were that's, closely that's the with. thing like,
0: there's so many of their own games they just didn't release.
2: I'm sure that there are reasons, like,
0: and that's the thing, that's what's interesting to me. I'd like to know those reasons. What are because, these goddamn reasons? Yeah, because it doesn't to me, it's not clear. Like, I'm like, why can you not post? I mean, Mario, Mario World or Mega, Mega Man
2: 6 is. is a great example. Mega mm-hmm. Man 6 was published by Capcom in uh in Japan, and Capcom didn't want to bring it to the United States because it was released so late, it was released in 1994. So, I was two and a half years after SNES came out, Nintendo published that here. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the red-labeled Nintendo games, one of the very few of them, like Wario's Woods and Yoshi's Cookie and stuff. Like, very late Nintendo games that Nintendo put out along with the, you know, it was actually after the top loader. Mega Man 5 was actually more close to the top loader's release. And uh, I think that there's some complications about, like, well, we publish this game in the United States and you publish it in Japan. And so, like, how do we get that on the Virtual Console and how do you get those to marry each other and how do you split the money? I think that there's, like, a lot of... Super weird issues that you have to deal mm-hmm. with with that kind of stuff. The same thing with Earthbound. There must have been. There yeah. was a reason why. Wasn't there a reason, like a specific reason why Earthbound no, but was. I don't know. I gotta look into that. I thought that. There, I, I thought that. I, uh, it's. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I thought that We're there an informational was. Informational podcast. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> i checking. I thought that there was. Like, there was something about that game that was. I know people really wanted it. I could be wrong. And obviously mm-hmm. people wanted the other mother games and stuff. But I thought that there was a reason. That, yeah. Like, why? I,
0: I, I don't Not know. that I know of, But. There's something about the idea me. of not getting everything at once. That's cool. Like that, that's fine. Like if they had just literally everything, that'd be great.
1: Delayed gratification.
0: But yeah, it's like the seeing those articles that go up about what's new on Netflix, that's exciting. You know, you guys talk about it on twitch.tv mm-hmm. slash kind of funny games, mm-hmm. the Colin and Greg Live, um, every morning. And when those every month when we these are being taken off Netflix, these are being added to Netflix. There's something exciting about that, and it it makes you be like, oh shit, I should watch this. The same thing used to be true for the, the Wii's virtual console. It's like, oh, man, like Donkey Kong Country's coming? I get to play that again? That's awesome. Right. Even though I'd have no interest in playing it otherwise. And I feel like the PlayStation Now has this opportunity to bring that back again. Um, so that's kind of exciting. But another big issue I have is like is going back to Crash Bandicoot, and I've said this a million times, like, why is it not on Vita? And, like, is that some licensing thing? Like, how come it's a, it's on PSP and PS3, but it's not available on Yeah, Vita? I don't
2: know. I thought that they tried to fix most of the PS1 classics to work on Vita. There, there could be a technical reason or a leg- legal reason not, again. I, I they don't. work
0: because there was like, there was was like a, week, one there was a yeah, they or worked or no it did work working. for a little while and then there was like a week up. where yeah. it just totally worked and then they took it away. Yeah I'm like, sure
2: that there's a le- there's gotta be a legal reason. I mean like yeah, it's yeah. just there's this is why that shit's so boring too. Like, it's interesting to us but like it's like I'm sure there's just these ridiculous reasons mm-hmm. why it won't work or they don't want to do it. I don't know. Um.
1: <clears throat> From the gamesradar.com so, why has Earthbound been neglected all these years? Most evidence points to potential legal complications stemming from certain songs in the game bearing That's resemblance the, uh, to real life possible. Yeah, cartoons. isn't there like a Michael Jackson
2: song in there? Oh, on Earthbound. Isn't that Sonic 3?
1: No, it doesn't say anything about Michael Jackson. I mean, it's possible. But there's nowhere on the internet I could tell you that. Portillo, you're going to get your face smashed. Portillo- oh, good you guys dog. hear about
0: that, that? Remember that Sonic 3 Michael Jackson thing? Sonic it was rumored Planet. that. Michael Jackson produced all the music for Sonic 3. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long-standing thing, and if you listen to, like, certain shit, it's like, hmm. Maybe. You're onto something. But, yeah, I think it's been debunked, like, oh, years okay. later.
1: But did you ever hear that J- JT listening? produced Toad Jam and Earl? not
0: haven't. the music, the game. Oh. The whole game. Yeah. 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 I did hear that. You did know that. That sounds you like a true fact. It's a true on the internet, I ever heard one.
1: Update JT's Wikipedia page, everybody.
0: Yes. All right, so... Streaming games. We go with that? Could be
1: cool, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's back to, what was the other one that went on live, right? Remember when on live came and right. they were trying to do all this shit and it was like, all right, cool. And it's yeah, but we never... all
0: knew that was dumb because who are the fuck are they? Like, that's the thing is it's like, this is PlayStation. You right. know what I mean? When PlayStation comes out and they're all like giving us all these like talks and stuff and they're just like, every PlayStation game, you can play it on your TV and all this stuff. I'm like, I believe you because you're PlayStation.
1: Yeah, the Vita and the PSP and the... But, but that's the thing, though. It's like, I
0: don't know. They're, they're remember remember
2: that Sony did get sued for for misleading people, I think, with Vita, right? Where it was... Uh, oh, right. They, yeah, they yeah. made it the seem, made it you seem can, like you could remote play anything. anything, whatever. anything so, it's go. not out of, out of this world, I think, that people misinterpreted some of these, these finally tuned I'm just saying, don't
1: leave everything you hear at a press
2: conference. Yeah.
1: No, and I get that. It's just... Unless she was talking. It's exciting, though. Yeah. This man doesn't lie. He
0: doesn't lie. No. Never. Never, 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 never. I mean, what games would you guys want to play
1: the most on this? On streaming?
0: Yeah. From PlayStation? Yeah. Any of the PlayStation.
1: I mean, I always stand by old game is old. Now mm-hmm. now that we're doing this, you know, we quit our jobs, we're streaming all these games, I'm getting the chance to go back and play stuff, right? We, I keep r- running through, like, Super Metroid and Earthbound, and all these different games pop up that I'm like, yeah, I do need to play that. But that's stuff I missed. Mm-hmm. So it's always hard for me to be like, what I want to play on PS2 or PS2 or PS1 again, right? Like, yeah. I, fe- I don't feel like I had a great education on the systems, but I also don't feel like going back because, you know, things have been transitioned in. I know my history, so yeah. I'm going to go back and experience
0: See, there's a lot of PS2 games that I would love to go back and play, and a lot of them are kind of weird and obscure.
1: Kind of weird. That's our other channel. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but I think a big problem is I'm never going to get those again because so many of Like, that generation was, like, the licensed music generation. Where oh, right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The discs were finally big enough to have, like, these giant soundtracks, so they just got everybody. So it's like the Tony Hawk games are never going to... You know, pop up again, like any it, of the extreme sports games. And it'll Aggressive never inline. fit,
1: like when you played Crazy Taxi and they removed the offspring.
2: You're like, what it's is like the, this isn't the game. This isn't the yeah, game. It was weird. It was weird. I mean, you'll get some sort of you know heavily edited version of those games. Yeah,
0: playing Tony Hawk without hearing Superman is just like, no, this isn't this isn't Tony Hawk to Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, and then there's a bunch of other games like Downhill Domination. You guys remember that? No, I do remember uh, that game, good, but yeah, I don't know. Really that's the I one. That skateboarding, went, right? snowboarding. No, it was a uh, downhill Luge. Diving, dive, downhill bmx game. Gotcha. Um, and that, it was so much fun. And, like, NBA Street Volume oh, 2. Oh, NBA Street. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PS2 had just so many of these games that everybody played that, like, I would never play now. But for some reason at the time, it just made so much sense. Well, I you were a kid. You had these, like, party
1: games, right? Like, I mean, like, not party, but, you know, like, Mario Party. But, like, you know, you get together with your friends. And me and Poe would play, yeah, uh, NBA Street all the time. Yeah. It was yeah. like, all right, cool. And that's something to do. Something to play, you know, face off and do things to yeah. with. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember, I was talking about the movies. You go to movies as a high school, you also play two player games. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now, I can't pay Colin to fucking play games with me. No, definitely, yeah. not, definitely
0: not. And then there's games like Time Splitters that I don't oh, know. Oh, my that's God. That's something yeah. that's like, I don't know the legal reasons why. It's probably just because, you know. Some of these games don't stand one up, one up anymore either, as well. Well, Time Splitters is awesome. I would, I'm pretty sure Time Splitters stands up. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. You're pretty yeah. sure? Time
1: Splitters <laughs> 2 and 3, I'm, yeah. I and mean, Time Splitters 2 is such a big deal. Oh, I love that. It.
2: It yeah, I do remember. Shooters come a long way. Yeah. Um I mean
0: yeah that is definitely the, that was the, the I would credit Time Splitters with the bridging the gap between Goldeneye and Halo. And I think that those are the two things because we went from Goldeneye and Time Splitters feels very Goldeneye multiplayer. Yeah. It's very arcade, but it's not like PC Unreal Tournament type Twitch stuff. It's just more fun multiplayer based couch play game, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Halo was the one that revolutionized dual stick Dual stick, stick,
1: dual stick
0: shooters. You know, whereas Time Splitters was kind of one of the first dual stick shooters to really like get it, get like create that system. Yeah, yeah. of play, right? I mean, am I wrong about that? No, I,
2: I agree. I mean, I think that that late PS One and early PS Two era was a time of wild proliferation for shooters. I mean, I, I always think about Medal of Honor as really being the first on PS One as being like the first shooter I played, where I was like, wow, this is this is gonna be a thing. Was like, that a, a dual conflict. stick? Uh... No, I don't think it. Was. No, it might have been. I don't remember. I'm
0: probably wrong about this, but I don't remember playing any PS1 dual stick shooters.
1: PS1. Oh. I
0: guarantee there was, but
1: first dual, person or just they, Oh, there must person. there must have.
0: Yeah, been. yeah, yeah, yeah. There must have been. But like to me, yeah, the, My first real of memory of having shot, to learn those controls stick. was Time Splitters. Mm. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't remember.
2: Launch. I don't remember what taught me how to. Yes. How to use yeah. dual I to, yes. to use yeah. dual shot or just shortly around launch. Yeah, launch window. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what taught me how to use dual analog sticks. I always tell people that like the barrier to entry today is dual analog sticks on controllers. Like people have picked up. That have seems to lo- so have to, crazy. Just I mean, to learn it's so
1: them. natural to us now, but think of controlling the camera I mean, is a very different kind of thing
0: than mm-hmm. controlling a character.
1: Because yeah, you're, you're all screwed up. You got to be all inverted. Yep.
0: Well, see, so that's that's my look thing. down.
1: Better hit up. What?
0: Going back to it, like uh, I was inverted because of GoldenEye and Star Fox. What, what, I was so what? used to that. Yeah, yeah And then transitioning over into Time Splitters, that was. I'm pretty sure the default was inverted. Because there was kind of lifting off of that. And then going to Halo, where the default is what's now standard, it, that was so hard for me to, yeah,
1: like, yeah.
0: wrap my brain around The One day it just clicked, and now I can't go back. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. It did It did happen. All right, so, next up. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm. Heists are coming. Now, here's the thing.
1: The final horse crosses the finish line.
0: How many times have we seen that headline? Yeah, like, I coming, swear to God, so back at IGN, I would be on the daily, I would, like, help produce the Daily Fix. Let him host. And, yes, let him host. And I swear that that was our story. Like, the amount of times I was like, hey, uh, can we make a thumbnail that says GTA Heists are coming? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, twice a month. Right. And it's just like, they're finally actually coming. There's details. We're getting, they said there's a couple of them coming at launch, and there's different types of heists coming. At
1: launch, is what you just said. And it's at...
0: Well, that's what they're saying. <laughs> like, they're just describing it as GTA Online launch, and Relaunch, when, I, yeah, when I read that, I was like...
1: Wait a second. That's a
0: weird word to use, but, yeah. yeah. So, my question to you guys is, is this okay? Is this a bad thing? Or is this a great thing? That a game that's a year old is... More than, yeah. Yeah, over a year old, getting this substantial update that we thought we were getting earlier, but we never promised earlier, as far as I
1: know. They they were upfront that, yeah, it's not ready, and yeah. we're, we're working on it, is what they always said. Um... My answer, not being a member of the GTA Online community, really, I played it the first week it was out and was totally screwed up and I never touched it again, is like, I think it's a good idea. Like, it gets me reinterested to do it. Now, granted, we have an audience of, you know, I don't know how many thousands of people now you want to count it as that have been saying, we'd love to play this with you, it's 30 players, we should do it. Mm-hmm. That works for me, uh, that works for me a lot, but get in, like, in there we're talking like monkeys Like we're talking like Cheetos <laughs> talks <laughs> that's how he talks? yeah okay. <laughs> he talks, okay, cool. talks too, yeah 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 <laughs> my, I don't my understand Cheetos, what you want, Cheetos my Cheetos impression is the oh, the monkey impression that Ed does in Shaun of the Dead so mm. that was a walk to get you like he that. a really good one yeah he, he has does. He does. He does. anyways it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It gets people re in it. I'm not, I have GTA on PS4. I haven't touched it. I played the hell out of GTA PS3. Yeah. This is a reason to put it in. This is a reason to do it. I ha- the weird. The thing about it is like, we know people who are super into the GTA online community. Like Fredo was super yep. into it. And I never heard, and you, probably, you talk to Fredo more than I do because I just get, get distracted by that body. Mm-hmm. I never heard people really bitching that Heist weren't there. Mm-hmm. It seems like they were happy with the suite they did have. It found its niche for sure. People mm-hmm. were crazy about it.
0: So, from my understanding, from from talking to Alfredo, yeah. is that it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of great stuff, but they it was always. Uh, but we want the heists. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah, what yeah. we want. We're just doing this to tide ourselves over sure. for this, and then it just reached a point where they're like, okay, I guess Destiny, it's not see happening. You later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they moved off. Like I don't think Alfredo's played GTA since then. Do, like,
1: do, you, do you think he'll come back for this?
0: I'm sure he will. Yeah, but yeah, I guarantee he'll he'll get in there and he'll have his his. Go squad. to
1: Twitch.tv/AlfredoPlays. Watch yeah. him do
0: it, and uh, he'll they'll definitely definitely be doing that stuff. And, uh, I mean, Alfredo's one of those guys that, like, wanted to, like, get as high level as possible and, like, like make sure he had everything he could in that game. Yeah. And um, he was so stoked for these things. But, yeah, it's a year later now, and it's like, all right, well, everyone's moved on. They're now playing all of... There's been, like, four games in between. There's Titanfall, it was Destiny, There's all this other stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's going to get back into it, but... And I guess that's a good thing, you know? It's yeah. like... And especially because it's free. Right. Like, that's the other thing. Is it's not like if they were like charging for all this and stuff, it'd be like, ah. Oh, oh, this okay.
1: is always the only shady, not even shady. I don't mean to put it in a bad light. The only weird thing is the fact that it did seem like when I didn't, when it launched on PS3 and it wasn't there, it seemed like it was only a few months away,
0: like a month away. Yeah, like, and the
1: fact that it's now a year and a year and change later, it's finally here. That's the one thing where you're like, really? But that's the that's that's the catch with multiplayer on, uh, online games, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you have to keep your audience in this day and age, holding onto the copy and not going to GameStop and trading it back in. Yes. So, I mean, if, if I hope, I, again, I haven't followed it closely on how well they were communicating what their timetable was, mm-hmm. but if 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 you if that, you're like, well, one day it's going to have high, so I'll put it on the shelf. I understand. Like, I understand, and the, especially to bring people back, especially right now when there's a little bit of a low, right? Like, if we were going to stop everything right now and go play games, I'd go play Destiny, right? Or, like, now Super Metroid or something old, right? Mm-hmm. So to bring something and make it new again, sure. A game you already have. A game that will be free, technically. Yeah. yeah. I like I go Destiny
2: and Super Metroid. Yeah. It's old. <laughs>
1: it's, you know, it's, they're pretty much, I think, came out at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shigeru, Miyamoto made about both t- of them. About 20 yep. years apart, but yep. yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Super Metroid, is that new?
2: Yeah, 94.
1: Oh, I thought that was the, the recent one.
2: No, You're a tired young man, aren't you? <laughs> um, I think that's this is, I think it's interesting, because I think Rockstar is one of the few developers, and Grand Theft Auto V is one of the few games that can get away with this, simply because they're really good at what they do, they clearly knew they could take their time, that game sold meteoric numbers, we were talking about big games, people moved on to like Titanfall and Destiny and stuff, this game sold more than all those games combined, so it's like, the the game's there, it's out there, they have the luxury to wait, people are going to play it when it comes out, people might even rebuy the game when it comes out, we have to think about the internal resources at Rockstar North and the other Rockstar Satellite Studios and like what they're doing right now, because... Um, they obviously had to port the game over which I'm sure was the plan from the beginning they tweaked yeah. it and used new resolutions and all those kind of or, uh, uh, textures and all those kinds of things I mean it was not like just a simple port job it seemed like so this seems like this talk of, of a certain amount of people certainly the Rockstar studios are working together on Red Dead 2 which is, seems like oh, is a real God. thing <laughs> so like who knows what 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 who what resources at what Facilities are being used for that, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. and then the heists were mm-hmm. like left behind for probably another team. It's not like everyone at Rockstar is like working on this one thing. It's yeah. a huge group of studios, and um, they are busy. So, um, how I, bloodthirsty are you for Red Dead Two? Oh, I, I can't. I, I love Red Dead. I, I actually think Red Dead's extraordinary, but I was also disappointed with Grand Theft Auto Five. So, like, I don't, you know, and I love GTA Four. So, it's not what,
0: even, what disappointed you about it. I think I just
2: don't want to play these games anymore. I think that okay. like, I, I got back from TGS a couple years ago, so two times ago, and. Uh, um, I had to
1: bring home your copy from work. Yeah, I
2: ordered it, I bought it, and I was like, I can't wait to get home and play this game. I'm so excited to play Grand Theft Auto. And, and uh, I got home and I played it for like five, six, seven hours. I'm like, I don't really want to play this. Yeah, it's the same way I felt about Watch Dogs. When I played it and a few other games where I'm like, I just really don't want to play this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't about you know, I just like I don't want to do this. You know, and that was weird because I'd beaten since three, I guess three Vice City, 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 San Andreas, yes. and four, and then Ballad of Tony and yeah. and uh, Lost in the Damned I loved all of that stuff, and so. And the stories games on PSP, I loved those games. Yeah. So it was like it was weird that it didn't resonate with me. But um, Rockstar makes good games, and um, they, I believe in quality. I, I really do believe that. So um, I think that it wasn't ready, and it was ready when it was ready. And I think they knew they had the luxury. Let's not forget these guys made half a billion dollars in one day. Yeah, on GTA Five. It's like if they need to like pay their staff to work another year on this, they're going to certainly be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, uh, it, it, but it's a unique situation. A normal game. From a normal studio, even a AAA big studio and a big publisher could not do this. You know, would not get away with it. But with this game, with the proliferation of this game, with the pedigree of this studio and this series, I think that they were able to do it. You know, I, I think that's like literally a one in a hundred kind of thing. I think if, if um, I don't know, if Titanfall, the original Titanfall, if they a year later, so in April, we're like, oh, we're releasing a bunch of new, huge new DLC. I really don't think that that's it's, yeah, going to resonate much with people. People stopped yeah. playing Titanfall literally yeah. weeks after it came out. So it's, it's not like, I mean, there's always, still a small community there of people that play yeah, it, but, yeah, yeah. but, but, but like like it even was. the top people like stopped. Yeah. Like, again,
0: Alfredo, going back to him, like, he, wa- he was the Titanfall community. Like, literally,
2: he won
1: tournaments all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, his him, him, built on his team wins.
0: and, like, all, like, the teams that they played against, like, that was the community. Yeah. And, like, it kind of went down. Titanfall 2, I'd be really interested to
2: see what that does. I'm feeling... The the thing about Titanfall... It'll be on PS4 and and Xbox One. The thing
1: about Titanfall that's fascinating is the DLC packs have been really cool. They've added really cool stuff to it. And right before I went away for, I guess, what was the last thing we did? PlayStation Experience, maybe? Yeah. I did a a, a, a Let's Play with uh, Fredo, Mm because we did a lot when we were leading into Titanfall, because I was so excited... And it was finally a horde mode where I'm playing with other people, fighting things. They had new modes, they had new things, and it was like, oh wow! I was like, this is rad. I'd love to come back and play this again. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's just so much going on that there isn't that hook, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's in Destiny now. I want to go be exactly. in Destiny with people.
0: And I think Destiny's doing a really good job of like putting out the new raids and like making events out of
1: them. And, the and they've communicated. it. That's the thing about Destiny, right? Yeah. They came out in the, from day one, even before that, they're like, you're gonna have these expansion packs coming. Da 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 Here's the timetable for yeah. them. It's not like this where it's like, oh, the, the Crota Raid is coming. Don't worry, it's coming. Oh, Dark Below is coming. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's, yeah. like, it's not like Heist. It's like, here it is. This exactly.
0: Is where... I think a big difference with Heist, I mean, actually, there's some similarities there, too, is that in GTA, like, every, a lot of people really, really, really like that game. Yeah. But their favorite parts were the Heist. Right. Like, I feel like everyone's favorite part of that game was the Heist. And so the fact that we're just getting more of people's favorite part of the game is huge. And I feel like that's why they also can kind of just draw it out a little bit just because it's like hey you're just getting more of your favorite thing of yeah, this game yeah. and I guess with Destiny like the raids are like everyone's favorite part too so
1: I'm not th- high level yet to do them
0: <laughs> but um, for the people that are dedicated and in that community they, they're they looking forward to it so when there is more raids they're super excited about it. they're looking forward to it and they're just going to keep doing them yeah. like I'm afraid I have played this Crota raid like 10 million times I know he tries to know?
1: do his time better yeah right he's now. doing like
0: world records and all that. that's awesome um, but, I mean, the, that's the hardcore people that it's for. Yeah. GTA is in a slightly different situation where it's way more mainstream. Like, everybody bought that game. Yeah. So, I wonder how many people are going to download these heists, play through the heists, and stuff. I'm sure if, a lot I mean, will.
2: the way here's a way of looking at it. If 1% of the people that own Grand Theft Auto downloaded heists, that's... 350 or 400,000 people, right? Yeah. So, that's... a kind of funny Patreon numbers. So, Aye. like, that's that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's more than most games sell. Mm. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> like, like there are thriving online communities on shooters that sell the half a million units. Right? You yeah. know, like, yeah. so it's not like... You know, and and many more people are going to download than There are millions of people are going to download Heist. Um, and I think they know that. And then there's, I'm sure, going to be microtransactions all sorts of shit that you can spend money in, you know. I'm sure, Rockstar is a very shrewd company, you know? mm. and uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is just a perfect storm for them. This is not something anyone else can get away with. And I'm not sure they can even get away with it in another game, you know. Like, I don't even think like Red Dead has the cachet to like mm-hmm. be like, oh, we're coming back with a big meaty chunk eighteen months later or whatever. Yeah, Red um, Dead had
1: online. People forget that all the time. There yeah. was online. And, no, like could... you you ride around and fight things and you know, hanging out with your friends, but it wasn't like. You know, if they put a giant patch out for Red Dead, nobody would care. But the major, yeah.
2: the, the major difference, too, because you guys were talking about Titanfall and and how that game resonated with people quickly, but then was forgotten, really, is because, it's not only because it was only on one console, because I don't believe that that's the case. I mean, that game sold well, and it was also on 360, and it was also on PC. It's that they should have held. you know, EA had the maybe didn't have the luxury to hold the game longer and let them do something with it. It was an empty game, you know, for a lot of people. And Grand Theft Auto is not an empty game, so there's not, like, a... a People aren't like up in arms being like, "Where's the Grand Theft Auto I wanted?" Like the Grand Theft Auto you wanted is the fifty-hour storyline, right? You know? like what you got? This yeah. is like all ancillary stuff. So again, a perfect storm. It's a, it's a it's it's the right situation for the right company with the right game and the right franchise at the right time. Exactly,
0: and I think GTA is such the right franchise for that because Titanfall is a shooter. At the end of the day, GTA, what is it? It's yeah. whatever the hell, it's a racing game, it's a shooting a game, it's a, ex- exactly. it's a drug simulator. Exactly. It's all of these different things, like the fact that they've still consistently been able to put out these new patches and updates, even without the heists. Things are so interesting. Like, whenever we see, like, people doing Let's Plays and stuff, and like, even recently with the PS4 update, Yeah. first person mode changes the game. Right. It's like just that. like, what? Yeah. They actually, like, did that? And it's just insane. It makes it feel so different. And like, all the, the new drugs and stuff they added, and like, you can... As a bird, the new drugs, yeah, yeah the pay pe- the peyote machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's just
1: it's insane, yeah.
0: Would you guys want, like, I know it's not likely, and no other developer could do it, but would you want other developers to be able to do this? Taking your favorite parts of games, giving you more of it the following year. Knowing that, like, that's going to compete against new games that you want to play. I
1: mean, yeah, that's it, what we always talk about, right? The, the, we wish more games would move to being a platform and then getting giant content updates and doing different things. But it, there is a problem with making it all work when there's so much going on. I keep talking about, you know, now that we have this, I really want to stream and do a let's play of me finally playing Batman Arkham Origins Mr. Freeze DLC, which I pre ordered and installed on day one. And I was so excited to play it, but something happened, and then yep. something happened. And then, and then before yeah. I knew it, I was like, oh my god, that's on there. I forgot about that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that. It's there's, it, there's always something newer, and the grass is always greener on that other game you don't know anything about. Because when you do get, jump into a game that you already own, then there's the learning curve of getting back into it and what's happening, da-da-da. Destiny, or an MMO, right, where you're playing consistently forever forever. like that's different because you know the mechanics unless you take a giant break like i did with destiny or dc universe online Mm -hmm. and then try to come back then there's that barrier to entry which is what i face right now with dc universe online kids keep asking me to stream it Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm so far behind on the armor treadmill that it's gonna be hard to get a group together to go do these missions i need to get this piece to go get that and then all my exo bits you know what i mean like that's a lot of work And destiny's Mm -hmm. like i closer i can do that i don't know
2: what were you calling I just think the consumer friendly angle, as we've said, is is the pla- the game is platform for games like this. Yeah, I think that a game like Fallout 4, whenever that's announced, is a game and it's going to be a game and it's, it is what it is. And right. It's got its DLC packs. It's it's you know Fort Pitt and all that kind of shit, sure, and just sure, like sure, Fallout 3 sure. guy. That's totally fine. I think Gran Turismo is always the example I use of a game that should be a platform. Mm-hmm. The next Gran Turismo game should be called the Gran Turismo. It should be free and it should be a, a PS4 game that you download as an app and then just deal with it as you want. You want deal, cars, you want... Hashtag deal with it. You want, deal with it. You, you want cars, you want, you know, deal with it at your leisure. Like, you want some more cars? Okay, you want some more tracks? Okay, it's a yeah. dollar here, five dollars there, blah, blah, I think it's the most consumer-friendly way, actually, because it gives you what you want out of the game and uh, it doesn't make you buy like a new iteration of every time. This is why I get frustrated with EA Sports games and stuff like that, especially when they regress like NHL did this year, which was insane to me. Um, and... Uh, as someone who plays those games every year, I'm yeah. like this. You this, this, and, this away Yeah, this away NHL, the mode. NHL, uh, very, like they took a year off to, on the next on next gen stuff. They released the NHL first PS4 NHL game in September, and it was like missing everything, like almost everything, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, the game itself was fun to play, but what about the content around it? That's going to keep me engaged in it. That's why NHL should just be a platform, you know. Yeah, I'll download. I'll pay people. People would gladly pay 4.99 a month to just get their roster updates you know, and play for this gameplay tweak or this tournament or whatever you want to do, it's just like a more consumer-friendly thing, but again, publishers aren't going to be making money doing this, Um, or at least not the money they're used to to making. These series have to crater before they do anything like that. It's the same thing with Call of Duty, like, Mm. you know, Activision has this suite of really talented developers that could just be making maps and storylines and all these kinds of things on a single platform and doesn't force people to... How frustrating was it for someone like Alfredo, probably, who, you know, or someone like him that plays Call of Duty and then they're really good at ghosts, and then the next year they have to be really good at, you know, Modern Warfare, or uh, yeah. Advanced Warfare, and the next year they're going to have to be really good at Advanced Warfare 2, and then block o- sure, Black sure. Ops yeah. 3, sure, sure. and then it's like, why not just Call of Duty? Well, now, here, yeah.
0: the problem with that, though, is um, you have to make sure that everybody on a competitive level that everyone has access to the new maps, because whenever, the second that you have, like, a paid map that not everybody gets, that's not a competitive map anymore, mm-hmm. because it's, no one's going to play it, because yeah. not everyone can play it. And um, Alfredo's talked to me many times about this, where it's just like, he's not as good at the those maps, because he never plays them. Sure. Like, whenever new maps come, he's like, oh, okay, cool, I'll try it for a little bit. But, you know, they're not in matchmaking, because most people don't have access to that. Yeah, them. that's right. an interesting point. It's so, like, as a, like, the platform idea really does work for certain types of franchises certain types of games. So, like, MMOs, yes. Um, but for shooters, I don't know. Like, from the competitive angle, at least, I don't know if that's necessarily the right is way to that, go. Is
1: that, I mean, the biggest thing driving people forward is the competitive angle? I mean, you're, cause are you talking about competitive gaming or are you just talking about people who are competitive with each other? Like, I want to play at the very You know, it's, there's like a like no big difference
0: did. between esports and just competitive. Okay, okay. So making sure to be clear. Yeah, and um, I think it's true for both, though. Like, you know, Alfredo definitely straddles the line. Like, he's not a pro player, but he can compete with pros. Gotcha. You know? Um, and he... The thing is, there's a, a huge audience of people that are just competitive in multiplayer... Yeah. ...that play like the pros. So, they use their settings and use their maps. Same thing's true with Smash Bros, where it's like, you know, there's rules for competitive Smash Bros. And, like, certain maps are legal, certain maps aren't. Yeah. And even though we're not pros, we still kind of play by those rules, just mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, well, that's the real game, you know? And I feel like first-person shooters also have that—that gotcha. so. that, that set of standards, you know. Um, so the platform idea is just interesting for, for shooters specifically. Yeah, someone will either
2: have to figure it out or yeah.
0: not. I think racers make sense, you know, like Gran Turismo, exactly. Mario Kart. Like I think Nintendo's doing great with their DLC, with how they're doing the thing. I hate that there's only two packs. Hopefully they announce more. Yeah, I don't think they will. They'll just do Mario Kart Nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Smash Bros. I'm super excited to see what they do with that because Smash Bros. is like a weird thing where it's like it's not seen as a real fighting game. It's not like Street Fighter. You know, it's more of a party thing. Yeah, I know that a lot of people
2: in the fighting game community don't really take it seriously, Um, which is fine. I mean,
0: it is what it is. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they're. It's played competitively for money, so there is there is something there, right? And I certainly have
2: a lot more fun with it than I do with a fighting regular fighting game. Although, what, you know, what the hell do I really know about that genre? Uh huh. Very little. Um,
0: but you know, they announced that Mewtwo's going to be DLC. But like, what does that mean? Like, is it going to be an actual pack? Or are we getting more stages and more characters and like balance updates and all this stuff? Because I hope they, it's all amiibo you, features. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, but I really do hope that we see Smash, because like, with Mario Kart, Mario Kart came out last year. At the, like, six months later, we got DLC Pack 1. Yeah. DLC Pack 2 is another six months from now. And, like, that's cool that it keeps it going. It kind of sucks that it's that long. That's This is kind of the opposite thing of the GTA thing, where it's like, that will be a year later, but it's not free. So it's like, well...
1: Yeah, Mario Kart's an interesting example, because I don't think they need to do the GTA thing. No one's gonna... Not no one, but most people aren't going to sell back Mario Kart. You know what no, I mean? Like, I, that's I true. have yeah. the Wii U for Mario Kart and for Smash Brothers and for Zelda and etc. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. But, like, Mario Kart, I'm always going to want to hold on to because there'll be a day when I have a bunch of people over, and like, let's play something. Oh, wait, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Street Fighter is another thing that would be interesting because, I mean, that's, that's a game that they really re, 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 where it's like, that would, the patches would have to be, you almost have to pay a subscription service for, first that's how Call of Duty could work, if it was a subscription thing. Yeah. Where you have to constantly pay, and you don't need to pay per map, you get everything for this much money. Yeah, and yeah, ten bucks a month it. or
2: something like that, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think that's where a lot of things are going to go. I think that's a viable but dangerous model, mm-hmm. as we see in the MMO market. Yeah. It works really well for some, and, and not so well for others, so. Um, yeah, I think I think, but I think it'll evolve to that point. I don't think I think people's money and time and patience is finite with some of this shit. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. And I think that people have to, you know, publishers. And it's not the developers; it's the publishers that really need to figure out how we how we you know t- tackle this problem in mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how people want, to how the market demands. To. There you go. Yeah, the thing is, the market still demands Call of Duty every year. So, yeah. Although it's starting to you know, plateau. So,
0: speaking of demands of the markets, Tim, way there was a lot of demands. From Majora's Master. Mm, yes. Oh, the
2: best Zelda game.
0: Yes. I, I don't know about the best Zelda <laughs> no game. Oh, it is. I, I, like, it I enjoy the, it a lot. It's my favorite Zelda game by a Second best. The, Second best. I liked its use of the color purple. Yeah? Yeah, I was a big fan of that. I remember there was a Nintendo Power issue, and I was like, purple." I've never seen purple? purple this way. Oh, okay. Um, anyways. So, they announced this week that there's going to be a little statue that you get, a collectible statue if you pre-order the game. It's $50, and you get a little, little tiny dude, beautiful looking statue. And the game. Now, my question to you guys. When do we draw the line with this Collector's Edition ridiculousness? Because this is pretty innocent as far as I'm concerned. We're not getting any, like... Like, it could have came with the Majora's Mask Damn. that, like, turns into a little Deku shrub. But they didn't do that. Because that's dumb.
2: Yeah, I mean, having a little Skull Kid, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm often in my mind... I've never really talked about it, i never put it in words, but... I'm often... Frustrated with collector's editions and limited editions and all these kinds of things, I, I think that a lot of them are just ridiculous and they're a waste of money. And I don't understand why people want this stuff. But when I see something like that from one of my favorite games of all time, I'm looking at it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, or I see something from Uncharted, or I see something from Mega Man, or something I really love that I'd have to pay a little bit more for. I have a Drake statue. I have a I have a Joel and Ellie statue. It's like oh, I think I'm maybe just being judgmental about the games that I don't care about that much. Mm. Uh, at the same time I have all these collector's edition things that I've gotten over the years that I don't want at all so I think collector's editions are cool I often wonder and and I think the market has shown or at least publishers have shown the propensity to make them because they're making money on them yeah. clearly yeah. Um, that it's a useful tool to get people to pre-order your game you mm-hmm. know, and uh, for some reason for consumers pre-orders matter to some consumers and for obvious reasons pre-orders matter uh, to the publishers yeah
1: I I can't think off the top of. I mean, I guess there's. I'm looking over there at my uh, Get Destiny Ghost. That was if you want to grab me, grab him t- or you get no, him. No, he's, t- t- he's tethered. Tim can get over I there. Tim's a it. limber beast. Yeah, I'm not Nick. This was one of the cool. This is like from the Ghost Edition though. That you know was you know a million dollars and yada yada yada. The times that I've seen cool collectors edition stuff that I want to keep, it's so slim. Uh
2: huh.
1: You know? Place see. is amazing. Thank you, Dinklebot. I, I'm glad you enjoy the Game Over Gruggy show set. The, that the, excellent voice actor, uh, kind of <laughs> funny game cast set. Um, that's a cool. That's a cool collector's edition thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, how many? I like DC Universe Online fanboy, right? But got that collector's edition, came with the Batman statue, unboxed it, put it down. And the Batman, it's that weird PVC plastic that's, like, oh, not, yeah. like, a real statue. And we've gotten Drake statues, too. You open up, it's like, and it comes with a belt buckle and... Uh,
2: it's like <laughs> a, a notebook know. and all that kind of... Yeah, and it's like, yeah. this
1: is cool stuff, literally, as you open it and unbox it. And then I start to be like, well, what do I do with all this yeah. crap? You know what I mean? Like, and where does crazy. it go?
0: It's crazy to think back to, like, nowadays... There's a huge market for this pre-order bonus stuff, or like not even not even pre-orders at this point. It's just collector's editions, you know. And I feel like the first game to really use that term was Halo Two, maybe. Like, collectors as the collector's edition. edition, like, it made that a huge selling point. It could be,
2: yeah. I mean, that wasn't a selling point at all when we were kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. There was, there was no there such was thing. pre-order in, yeah, incentives
0: back yeah, yeah. then. But then I think Halo 2 kind of introduced the collector's edition video game, console video game, at least.
1: The pre-order collective that always sticks with me is when I pre-ordered Perfect Dark and I got the fanny pack. They uh-huh. put an N64 controller in. I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah. But I feel like back then there was a lot of fun, random little things. Like, Soul Calibur 2 came with, like, this um, art screen thing. That was like signed by somebody. I don't yeah, know yeah. who the hell it was. It was Link. Maximo and,
1: like... and P- Maximo and PS2 came with heart boxers. <laughs> oh, yeah, you mean, did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really
2: right. do feel like with, with rare exception, it was that generation that PS2 GameCube Xbox generation that began it. I mean, there were there were examples. But I mean, when we but then I think about the games I was passionate about as a kid on NES and SNES. I would have murdered for an Act Razor special. Are you kidding me? See, like, so that's it's like it's like so. I'm not trying to be too judgmental about it because it's 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 just I don't want Kratos statues and I don't want. We're giving this away yeah. on, you know, uh,
1: twitch.tv slash kinda funny games, the Hulkamania edition of WWE two K fifteen with a Funko Pop and a an autograph photo of Hogan and a piece of the ring he stepped in and all this stuff. It's like that's a cool thing if you're a Hogan fan. When are you gonna get a Hogan thing yeah. and a piece of this and that like that there's a lot in that box that's cool and they like that's the trade-off is uh, collector's editions are always dumb until it's a game you love or exactly. a franchise you know you love.
0: But it's just it's so weird that I often look at the stuff I'm like, just buy the Funko Pop thing.
1: Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like yeah, if that's yeah, yeah, yeah. if you
0: really want it, just get that and get the game. Yeah. Like I remember to me the the best collector's edition ever was the Wind Waker, the pre order it wasn't collector's edition, it was just pre order incentive. Where you wasn't got it? the um on GameCube, if you pre ordered Wind Waker at E B games, you got the Zelda Collectors Edition game that came with Ocarina, Maj- Majora's Mask. Oh, and 1 oh. and 2. Yeah, 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that from Nintendo Power. On Game- Nintendo Power also had a promotion oh, okay. for it later. But okay. the fir- it first came out I have Wind that. Waker. That's worth a fortune. I know. I sold it to get my PS3. Like, <laughs> idiot. But, like, it's that was awesome. You know, like, that was an actual, real thing that, like, you got something out of that. Even this, it's like, it's plastic. It's, you know, it's like a thing. But like. it, but it lights it's up and it talks and stuff. I guess you're right.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this, this, I mean, what I'm talking about, it's plastic, sure, but it's like... And actually, it's actually durable. Like, I could I could kill an Excarpino mm-hmm. with this. And and that's with it,
2: it. Beat him with it. He'll
1: <laughs> look at him, put his head down to be safe. He knows. But I you. feel like Call
0: of Duty Dinkle started button. the whole, we're ridiculous. Like, you're going to oh, get the yeah, yeah, control cars. Didn't the they do the Jeep edition, edition that came
1: with a Jeep? G- like a literal Jeep or whatever? Yeah, all yeah. that
0: stuff. And that is when things got crazy. But I still feel like people bought into it. I and mean, People definitely Clearly. definitely bought into it. Yeah. Um, the last collection edition my friends were excited for was Halo 3, which came with the the uh the massive helmet cheek yeah, yeah, mask yeah, yeah. that you couldn't wear, but like you can put on cat a cat. Cat sized. Yeah, exactly. Um you ever put on a cat? No. Yeah, it's not actually cat sized. Um This is what we all called it. Yeah, no, I know. Up. But yeah, yeah, it's it wasn't really. Um we tried. But those are something that I still see everywhere. Like a lot yeah, of my friends still have that in the room and they actually sure. like that. Right. You can um,
1: make a special edition that's cool, that has cool stuff. I thought uh uh, Infamous 2. Didn't they do the one with the Cole statues? Yeah, I like yeah, that. 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 And I like that one. statue. Yeah, that yeah. was a good thing. The
2: thing is, is that I feel like I always, you know, at IGN I used to write a lot of stories about all this special edition The special edition. Bloodborne, I think, was one of them we wrote about <laughs> where it was... It's like, what this points me is that there's some of these media awesome statues that you get in some of these, right? Like, the Last of Us statues are, like, amazing. And yeah. Sony actually does a really nice job, I think, with a lot of their, with a lot of their stuff. But... There, it's always it always is buttressed and like and like supported by all this crap, you know. Like I don't want a steelbook case. No, I don't like you know. I, I don't, like, don't, don't want like I don't want like
1: normal on the shelf.
0: Yeah, like, that's uh, my problem. I love steelbooks, but only when they're with a bunch of other steelbooks.
2: Steelbook games, I don't mess with. Yeah, them. it doesn't like, make any Blu-rays. sense. And and like the a code for this and like a little notebook and all. It's like, dude, just like I don't want any of the little frills mm-hmm. things. Like, give me like the cool shit. You know what I mean? Or don't give me anything at all. Like yeah. and and. and it, it's a, we're, the funny thing is that gamers like us, we are all consumers. We're all heavy consumers of these products. And, we, and, and the publishers know that we want these things. That people don't want to stop with the game um, when you're done beating it. You want yeah. to look at the statue. You want to think about the story. The you art want to, book you want and read, Yeah, you stuff. want to know more about the lore and all this kind of stuff. And I respect that. So, mm-hmm. you know, more power to you if into that. It's just not for me. You know, yeah. my, my yeah. girlfriend, I, I think I told this story a long time ago on Beyond... That you know, I have a bunch of like I have a shit ton of video game toys, you know, from IGN and the things I bought and stuff like that. And I had a... my girlfriend's like, you can only put them on one shelf, like on, like we have to like clean these up. Yeah, yeah. And and so I just I have boxes of stuff that I had to put away, and then I picked the ones that I wanted the most, like Sackboy and all these weird things, yeah, and put yeah. them on my shelf. And then I have like six Mega Man cartridges from like Famicom and a, and some other stuff, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And everything else just goes in a box at this point. Yeah. yeah so to me, I've hit critical mass. And that's why we have so much stuff in the giveaway
1: box for the Twitch stream, right? Is like we love. That people think of us, but, like, we live in San Francisco, and we don't want all this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't have yeah, the space yeah. for it. We just want to get it out to people who do want it. Mm-hmm. And that was always the thing. When we do, you and I did all those unboxings for IGN. Now we do them, of course, for Kind of Funny. Get them on YouTube. Um, but, like, we'd tear up the box, and people would flip out at us. Yeah. And uh, people would send me photos of they'd bought the collector's edition, open it up, then put everything back in the box, and just the, a wall of collector's editions. And I was like, whoa, that is, like... Yeah. I guess that's one way to do it, but like I, I mean, it's just uh, you know it depends
0: on who you are. I yeah, mean, whatever if, gets you. Yeah. If you collect things, you get super into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's things I collect that I just I, I have music collections that I'm like I need to own every single release from an artist. I want the sure. CD, I want the vinyl, I want the whatever it is. I want the re-release, all that shit. I yeah. need it. You know? So I I understand that like weird drive. And like how long did you guys have your console boxes
2: when you first? Had them? I still have all my. You, console know what I mean? boxes. you keep them why? Yeah. Why do we keep yeah, those, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. There's something
0: special about that blue PS2 box. I love Ooh, that blue PS2 box. It gives me box. chills thinking yeah, yeah. about it. But like, yeah, that stuff, it holds a place in your heart. And I guess that to certain people, these collector's editions have that same feeling, yeah. you know? So that, that's pretty interesting. For me, I think the, the biggest moment of, okay, guys, we need to stop, was recently with Wolfenstein
2: the, the well, giant
1: special edition that didn't even come with the game.
2: That is yeah, just that was, unacceptable. That was too much for me. Sorry, I'm trying to just keep going. I'm I know what you're find,
1: looking for. I know exactly what you're looking
2: for. I have a did I delete it? I must have deleted it. I had a picture. Oh no, I didn't. When I went home, I just was going through my closet. I just like oh, that's amazing. Email that to us right now. Okay. Yeah, that's great.
1: I'm. I'm Let's see, that's exactly I'm what I'm talking marking about. Fifty. The uh, 50 minute mark. I'm on it. Don't you? worry, bro. Oops. Man.
0: 48, 48 I got
2: it. minutes. Shit, I'm just messing. Oh, right. 50, 50's right. 50's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I started this late. Um, but yeah, that's to me the like moment of just like, God damn it. Like that is not not even okay. Now, something that personally pisses me off is I do like when collector's editions are nice, like you get different artwork or something, and I'm like, oh, that looks better. Or like a lot of games recently have been doing that thing where you can like flip the
1: reversible covers. Reversible are hot. covers. Reversible and, like, covers are high. Awesome. Don't I, like John Cena, put on Daniel Bryan. Yeah, exactly, right, that type it. of stuff.
0: Super down for that. Um, and as you guys know, I like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts <gasps> a lot. Do you? Oh, I you do. About I do, I games. do, I do. And um, the collector's edition recently came out for the PS3 re-releases of Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts, and I love them, and I bought both, and they're not the right size. They're like DVD-sized cases next to my Blu-rays, and I'm like, well, thanks a lot, Square. Yeah, like, now, it's
2: on, now it's not symmetric. Yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah, it's symmetric. I almost no feel no the need to buy the
0: regular edition just so I can have them next to so each other, sell the actual collector's edition
1: that was the big thing again, and I hate to—I bring it up all the time, but DC Universe Online, the collector's edition I bought, came and it was like, statue, great, and, and posters, and then a cardboard sleeve for the game. And we and I, we were like, no. And like I made IGN Art Team make me a mock box cover that we could then, I've been put on the site, because that game was huge when it first came out, yeah. for people to print off and put in a case and have their own case for DC, because
2: I want them all lined up. I want it to look pretty. Yeah. yeah.
1: But reversible covers are hot. Didn't this Resistance Three
2: one wasn't it, it a reversible? Yeah, no, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that that, you know, that covers a classic to a lot of people. Yeah. Look at Portillo, he's dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah look at him slowly are you talking about me. Well, he puts my my legs get, are falling asleep a lot when I cross them. Mm. so I can't have him here. Colin, no. how would you feel if I bring in this, I get him a dog bed for right here at some point? No, I don't like that. <laughs> so make he doesn't, it's not about Portillo. This, you know what this photo looks like? It's about, it's this, about the games. This photo looks, uh, this image, I guess, you what a, you're seeing. It's bothering me. What do got? Eye boogie? No, no, eyelashes. You have a thing here. You guys are adorable. <laughs> this photo looks a lot like the photo of Jesus holding the lamb. And it's a painting, not a it's photo. A, and one this one is one. a video, not a photo. But yeah. you understand what that's I'm driving pho- at. a photo of Jesus? <laughs> it a
2: long, long, long day. <laughs>
1: You know what I'm talking about. There's so many. Don't great act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Somebody,
2: I know what you're talking about. I just was saying. Somebody, there's so many great photos of Jesus out
1: there. He, he's got his that one in the towel, <laughs> and the one with the lamb. Okay, 53 Jesus photo. I'm putting
0: Jesus photo. We'll know exactly what you're talking about. I'm gonna find Context it Do you there. know what I'm talking about? No. Of course I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Con, I I'm good, good Catholic schoolboys. Mm, we know what we're talking yeah. about here. I'm gonna put Jesus lamb in here.
0: All right, so guys, yes, final topic for this mm. week. <gasps> so Marvel movies are a huge deal. DC movies, they're, they're something, right? Video games, DC's kind of killing it. They got the Arkham games and they're excellent. Marvel games, what's up with them? My question to you guys, how do we fix that? What developers would you give, what, oh, See? I know that picture. Nailed it. I Nailed know the it, Jesus everybody. Picture. That's a classic. And you what do, developers would, exactly I, like would that. I
1: give, first off, I think you're being a bit broad with DC's, I guess DC's I just, killing it. No, yeah. you're right, because they got the Arkham games, I'm going to third DC Universe Online because it's still going it's good, and Injustice. So I take back what I was about to say. You're right. But the the way
0: I see it is the Arkham games seem to be building towards eventually Justice League, eventually, you know what I mean, that type of stuff. And, like, that seems very feasible and seems logical, specifically with the movies going that direction, too. Now, with Marvel movies, we're at the Ant-Man at this point. The Ant-Man. And uh, it's like, okay, guys, wow, we are getting an Ant-Man movie. Holy crap. Like, that's insane. So... The movies are doing super well and everyone loves them, but we don't have any good Marvel games. There's been a couple in the history, yeah. a couple generations back specifically, but how can they take the Marvel Cinematic Universe and make a Marvel Game Universe where the games kind of connect and it becomes a franchise? Yeah, I say similar to Arkham, I know that Arkham is just Batman right now, but we can envision that, right? Yeah. Envision the world of Marvel as a video game franchise. Sure. What developers, what publishers, what systems, what do we want for this?
1: I mean you figure this is this is something that's fascinating because Marvel had a contract forever with Activision mm-hmm. and that's where all these games were coming from and God bless Activision I'm It's not, a blank slate now though I'm not taking shots at Activision but they were very much and Ghostbusters is always the example right they didn't pick up the Ghostbusters franchise when it came out because they said specifically we want annualizable content and that's what they did with Marvel much to the chagrin of everyone right you're oh, Wolverine movie here's a Wolverine game and granted Raven's engine was awesome and what was happening was great but the story sucked and the level design wasn't great and all these different things it was the action It, was, it felt like Wolverine right he's tearing people apart and then the Spider-Man games give it to Beanox they make Shattered Dimensions and it's super good it's really really good and then it's like do it again do it again do it again and the quality's nose dive right yeah. you couldn't keep up with that kind of demand so now that all of those have been pulled it seems because Activision had to be like hey we're taking everything off of online if you want to now, get it now you figure Disney hopefully understands it's not mm-hmm. even it's not to me about what developers do you give I'll give you a prediction or people I'd want to see pick stuff up but it's more about giving people time. You know what I mean? The reason Arkham works is because they said after Batman Begins, we can't have another bad Batman game. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we cannot do this. You know what I mean? And they said, Rocksteady, take your time, make a game. And yeah. they didn't tie it into the movies, they tied it into the animated series, kind of, and it was like, run with it. And it's, look at it. Like, you, you have four games that have been juggernauts, that mm-hmm. are like, Batman's a thing now in video games. And that's what it comes down to. Spider-Man could easily be that. Give it to anyone who's got an open world pedigree you know what I mean Spider, and that's the other thing I was talking about with superhero games is in, in, give it to them and then every three months release a pack of random crime to go stop mm-hmm. and then put a new villain out or something you yeah, know what I mean like something, cool. something simple and it can be an hour of content as for, in terms of like this little storyline to mm-hmm. get to the guy to fight him or whatever
0: like Aunt May pharmacy runs
1: exactly yeah. you totally understand exactly it. she needs that Vagisil My damn Aunt <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> <And> May <laughs> We ain't getting some. That's what I <laughs> like to see. Damn, man. But God yeah, damn. You know, that's the drive, is giving people time with these characters. When you rush them, you get a rush product that isn't good. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that I agree with Greg in the sense that, I mean, I will go as far as to say, I think it's a little overstatement that DC has these like a slate of great games I mean they have a great series uh, and a fighting game that some people like and an MMO that, oh yeah that's true you know, like it's I didn't like even think about that uh, and that's basically it yeah. you know I mean so it's not like they're, it's not like they're hitting on all cylinders I mean there's a lot of things they could do the thing is is that I agree that the Marvel marriage with Activision was an unholy alliance that did not work out well for Marvel and worked out very well for Activision I think because um, Activision wants to... You know, Activision does make good games. They make great games. Um, yeah. and they have, Marvel they Ultimate Alliance. The Marvel Ultima, yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance actually is, a, is actually a good idea. Nah, number one wow. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Civil so War yeah.
1: was a great idea that kind of got off the yeah. tracks, but then before that, X-Men Legends were great. Yes, you
2: yes. You know yes. what I mean? But uh, I think that... Marvel Heroes has its moments. I think that, you know, it, 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 it's a matter of focus, and I think it's a matter of, again, like Greg was alluding to, finding the right developers for the right products. And I think... Um, I personally think the Wolverine game that Raven did was awesome, and I, I, I really liked that game a lot. Um and I think Raven's uh, so many times one of the underrated students yeah. I feel so bad for those guys because it's like they're just on fucking Call of Duty duty forever now like yeah. I, I, was, I beat Advanced Warfare and I was reading the credits first of all how many fucking people work on this game <laughs> like dude it's, it's like a thousand like people yeah. yeah, it's a five hour campaign you know yeah. how many people are working on this game it's totally absurd and then there's Raven all, everyone, everyone from Raven on there. <laughs> like oh good that's great that's a great use of that talent um <laughs> But uh, not that I... I play Call of Duty every year. I'm not hating on Call of Duty. I just don't understand why it takes fucking a thousand people to make one. Sure. Um, And I mean that straight up. I have no idea how that's possible. Uh, But, you know, I think that marrying themselves to EA as Marvel has... or Disney has already done with Star Wars is probably a safe way to go because um, EA seems to want to take care with Battlefront and some of the Star Wars properties that they're working on. And and, um, it seems like that might be a logical place where they're gonna end up, mm. um, but w- one of the things that came to my mind was, what about the first parties? Um, it would be interesting for someone like Sony or Microsoft to go to Marvel to go to Disney and be like, "We'll make your game. Yeah. You know? we'll get one of our first parties, on, uh, studios on it. Some of the That'd best be studios awesome. in the world. Yeah, um, it'll just have to be an exclusive. Yeah. You know? Um, and uh, so when you talk about Spider-Man, well, it's like, what well, what if Sucker Punch of a Spider-Man game? Right. You know, and Ooh. if you talk about, um you know, an X-Men game or, like, some sort of, you know, gritty first-person game or whatever, what about what? Gorilla did that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like those studios can handle themselves, you know, handle the art assets. Um, and so, I think, you know, handle the direction of the games, and they have these pedigrees. I mean, the the beauty of a family like Sony or even Microsoft or even Nintendo is that, uh, as opposed to Activision's family studios, is that they actually do have specialties. They have their racing studio. They have their family studio. They have their open-world studio, their... their Third person narrative studio. You know, like so it's like, what are you looking for, Marvel? You know?
1: Is I can't like, remember. Is High Moon Studios owned? It is owned by High. Yeah, God damn it. Because yeah. I was always gonna say they're they're another great example, right? Of, hey, we made this born game and there's a lot of promise to it. It was it wasn't fully fleshed out, but there's very promise empty. to it. Yeah. Here is this Transformers game everybody loved. Do it again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like give them time. Let yeah. them make a third well, person. Yeah, the thing game.
0: with them is they, they did it again with Transformers. Like the second one. From what I hear, is better than the first one. Oh, really? One. The third one's that's, there, like, that's when they like just kept like forcing it through. Because yeah, I think yeah. I think there was two years between the first and I apologize. And I didn't mean the but first then, shot, then that. But then then it was like okay, so a not, movie tie-in, whatever. So do it again.
1: Do
2: it again. There yeah, you go. exactly. Activision and Ubisoft make no... you know, Activision and, and I think Ubisoft make no bones about what they're trying to do. I mean, they're businesses and they want to make money. And I mean, we, we've talked about Ubisoft saying openly, they're like, we make Assassin's Creed every year because you buy Assassin's Creed every year. I mean, I thought that that was a really great, candid answer. But not, okay. That's not what people want to hear, maybe, but it's like... Sure. Our books tell us that you want it. So here it it is, and then Activision's doing the same thing.
1: I mean, for Ubisoft, to partner them with somebody, we were talking about it earlier today on the Twitch stream, give them a Daredevil game. Mm. Matt Murdock on rooftops, having to use Sonar to see what's happening, go out and fight crime, that'd be awesome. Because you have the same thing of doing the, like, dives. You know I mean? I'm taking Assassin's Creed engine, taking some of the Watchdog stuff, merging it together, putting it into one game.
0: I feel like I would love Ubisoft to do Marvel games two years ago. I feel like that would be a good time period. Because they were doing a lot of stuff then that was like, Super fun third person actiony, and they could just nail it. I also think that um, Platinum Games, like a Spider-Man Platinum Games game, yeah. could be pretty fun.
1: But again, it's, it comes down to time, right? You look at Legend of Korra, like oh. Platinum Games did Legend of Korra, and I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong, not one miss doesn't make you, a yeah, 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 and they, yeah. They put out Revengeance's... and
2: that's you know, people love uh, what that was. Vanquish. Vanquish, Vanquish, one of the great yeah. games on PS4, very great games. Yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they make Platinum's just an interesting too because they make games that don't really sell. Yeah, and. But they're really good with, with, with But see, that's rare the thing. Like, what if
0: you took that gameplay and put something like Marvel behind it? Like, Would that sell?
2: Right. Like, My take
0: it, Bayonetta it, and it. put Spider Man in it.
1: See, now, I'm going the opposite way because I think that our, Bayonetta and how crazy Platinum is would work way better with, uh, with Deadpool. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That much color. I don't color, know that Deadpool much would sell, though. I mean, they already did it once and everybody got super excited about it and then it came out and it was like, mm. hmm. there's
0: all these problems with Yeah, it. exactly.
1: Yeah. To get a fucking end of that game, mm-hmm. controller through the window. You know what I mean? Like, there was issues about that, but it, like Deadpool is about to get his own movie with Ryan Reynolds again. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's fan. That's another one of those the fans are demanding it and demanding it and demanding. It. If it doesn't perform at the movie theaters, and shut up about Deadpool, everybody. But
2: mm-hmm. I think that you know it's mu- much the way I feel about Marvel's movie slate. Take a step back, figure out like what you want to do well, and do that well. You know, and sure. so with with the games, it's it's identify the publisher that owns the studios that you need uh, to work with, or you know, find independent studios like Insomniac, for instance, that don't necessarily deal with any publisher and then, you know, publish through your own publishing house or whatever. But I think the best bet for them is to just make an, another alliance with another publisher that can handle their wares, much like they've done with EA with Star Wars. And um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if EA is going to be taking over their, their games as well, you know. yeah, EA can, scale up. EA can scale up and make two new studios just to do that and they're making plenty of money. So it's just a matter of... Um, if that's in the cards or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, that, I mean, that seems to be the most logical. Yeah,
0: I feel like similar similar to the movies, if they were to come out with an Iron Man game to start it off as just like, here's this super awesome game, the Arkham of
2: Iron Man, Yeah,
0: I think that would be huge. That would, could start this whole boulder rolling of just like, here's a series of great games that are about to come.
2: Yeah, but it's not, you know, to Greg's point, I agree with it. It could be anything. That's the thing, is, it could be anything. I mean, Batman's obviously a big name and that was Arkham Asylum was a game that came out in 2009 and was. Beloved by a lot of people, but it wasn't because it was a Batman game necessarily. It's because it was fucking good. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Now people were like, "There's never been a good Batman game." Well, that's bullshit. The best Batman game is still Batman by Sunsoft. I was going to say that's <laughs> what <gonna> say. Uh, <laughs> that that game is fucking impeccable. Yeah. And um, you know, there's there there you have to have a good game first, and then you build the IP and the universe around it. But
1: and, but I mean you yeah I mean that's true. I agree with you, right? But it's one of those things that Vanquish is a great game and. It didn't, you know. I mean, it didn't set the world on fire. It's so hard to launch a new IP. Vanquish should have been G- Vanquish
2: should have been GI Joe. Oh, I've mean, yeah, so, said that million times. Slide in there? Vanquish yeah, should have been GI yeah, 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 Joe. I mean, Kate
0: Vanquish. I some, some, game. like, some Vanquish Iron Man. Add a little more like fun I mean.
2: Yeah, Vanquish was like one of the stars of PS3 and Xbox 360. That game was fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: I remember uh, I played the game at E3. Like when it was first being demoed, and that was like one of
2: the few games I had no idea what it was, and I played it like, "Whoa, yeah, this is cool." Yeah. Yeah, I can't, that's exactly what that game is, is cool. Yeah. But at the core of it is like a, a solid cover-based third-person shooter. Mm-hmm. And once you have that down, once you're running around on a white fucking mat, you know, with nothing yeah. on it, then you build a little bit more and build a little bit more, a little bit more. You don't deal with the lore first, and then. Yeah. squeeze something into it. That's why I, I don't like, think I really don't think that's how they began Arkham Asylum. Like, I think Arkham Oh, no, Asylum... this,
1: I totally agree with you. I love the idea that there's developers out there making engines and gameplay and then trying to sell that to people. And they're like, I love this for character X, you know, Batman, and we'll give you Paul Dini to come write the story and do this and, like, help you. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking perfect marriage. Or yeah. for somebody to say, I've seen what you did before in these tech demos. We're looking for a Batman game. Can you make it? And I can't remember. There's somebody recent there's a recent game that did really well that that's the story that they went up to somebody with like this engine and they're like well what if you did it for this and they're like mm-hmm. oh okay yeah totally I don't remember the story though so that's
2: you see games that happen though that were clearly supposed to be something else that didn't end up. I always talk about Blood Rain Betrayal which was so fucking obviously going to be a Castlevania game yeah, you know? oh, and, yeah exactly. and, and like and like that they try and, 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 and it fails whatever and, yeah. or, or with Raven we were talking about Raven before when they made Singularity where they were like they were making it in secret basically mm-hmm. and, they were like, and it was so far along I think that Activision was like well, you know, let's get it out. You sure. know, let's do it.
0: Yeah. we we'll go back to Dinosaur Planet.
2: Dinosaur Planet. Yeah, which
0: is Star know? Fox Adventures. And I'm just like, okay, this is not Star Fox. That's <laughs> very, very, very <laughs> weird. Before we wrap this out real quick, let's go back to Shattered Dimensions. So, I missed out on the PS3 gen of sure. Spider-Man games. I liked that game. I loved, Spider-Man the Movie 1 was Fun on PS2. Two Spider-Man Two was, the was like,
1: oh man, we're flying around. Not and stuff. a great game, but it but was. You got to swing on the city, do fun, random and that's stuff. And you're like, yeah, and nobody can nail it again.
0: Exactly. So that's the thing. Have people nailed it since? Because I remember I played a demo of Shadow Dimensions. The trailers got me super hyped. Yeah. The multiple spider mans I was like, yeah, Spider-Man's my favorite of all yeah, the yeah. comic book characters. But then I was like, eh, this doesn't look that good. I remember the reviews. I think you reviewed it.
1: Yeah, I probably gave it an yeah. eight something. I yeah, low eight, mid eight. I was like, like
0: all right, that doesn't really. Matter.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, you know, the eight point whatever doesn't ring true yeah, to you, right. and it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's it. It was back to the fact that it's not what we, what you want. Mm-hmm. We've all want. Like, in the, did you play Ultimate Spider-Man? Yes. Like, see, that was like that was like enough of a shift where it's like it's kind of what you love from Spider-Man Two, but it's also this narrative and a little bit linear. Like, okay, and it was like good, but nobody talks about that. They talk about Spider-Man Two. Yeah. And Shattered Dimensions was was the opposite of like linear story. Mm-hmm. This is what you're doing. Go do this. And then when they put out uh, Edge of Time, which wasn't good. That was again, here's the story, do this. And then they finally like you want an open world. Here's Spider Man you were t- t- tying it into Amazing Spider Man two. And yeah, right. Yeah, Amazing one. Spider Man no, they I thought they'd done they've done a second one for sure.
0: There's two, yeah. There's two Amazing Spider Man games. There was also Web of Shadows
1: at some point. Oh but that's yeah, that was before that was with all Wolverine. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it, but I know a lot of people who did. Oh really? Javi yeah. Rodriguez swears by it who's uh, a big fan, but like I did not I I reviewed it and tore it apart. Yeah. yeah. But like that was the thing. Spider-Man, the most recent Spider-Man was, like, where Beanox Here's the open world and it looks bad, like, it doesn't look good, and yeah. it's, like, it, it was, it seemed like a downgrade from Amazing Spider-Man, which, it was enjoyable, but, again, empty, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, And, again, you can just see it, it's, like, you're on the timeline for the movie, um, we, they're still finalizing character designs and how the movie's gonna play out, so you can only do this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. so, but, and it's just, like... <clears throat> you know what I mean they don't work together and then you get these watered down products give I mean Beanox is a talented studio Beanox understands Spider-Man they just need time time
0: yeah if Disney's right.
1: looking and I don't think they're exclusive to Activision um, pick them up let them do Spider-Man but give them t- I mean you have to all the time in the world now because there's not a Spider-Man movie anytime soon so yeah, just exactly.
0: go you know what I
2: mean make a cool Spider-Man game
0: we gotta do some Let's Plays uh, Vanquish and Shout out to Absolutely, dude. I'll play the any
2: streams. fucking day, dude. You wake me up at 3 in the morning on Thursday. <laughs> Do that. Please,
1: tomorrow I'll kick it in at 3 in the morning.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much. You, once again, are the coolest video Uh-oh. game dudes there Uh-oh. are. And thank you guys for watching. This has been episode 2 of the Kinda Funny Games cast. This show comes out every Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that stuff. Broken out Monday through Thursday on YouTube. You know the whole rigmarole of that. Um, make sure you support us on patreon.com slash games. you get it early you get it early you get it the week before everyone else all these other fools you're not
1: fools no no <laughs> if yeah. you're watching this on yeah. YouTube no! don't, don't unsubscribe but, uh, <laughs>
0: we love you all even if you are slightly stupid damn you go the opposite <laughs> way I'm really stupid I'm always <laughs> like
1: hey no it's cool if you don't have the money and you're, hey, like, you're, in it. you're doubling down you guys down. know
0: what this one's worth the dollar ah. so there you go until next week I didn't have anything there. I was like, oh, yeah, I like that. I wanted to say something, but goodbye was all I had. It's good enough. There you go.